Come to KMSA, where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Coach Kyle Show, this Talking All Things Soccer podcast. I'm your host, Coach Kyle McKinnon, with me, my co-host, the great Awal Ahmed. Remember, we're Realionaires. We truly stand on, on our belief and, and our experiences within this game. And we know that we're in the minority, but that is unique. And uniqueness always brings out something special. So while most people look at it as a negative, we look at it as a positive. Because, you know, if you're a minority with something, you know, maybe your uniqueness um, says a lot more than what the masses are saying in some in some respects. And in, and in soccer, um, you need that uniqueness. The game is subjective. Um, it, it's based on experiences and, and, and everything. But we must be able to measure something. We must be able to look and align what we're seeing with what the expectations are. So our topic today, it's about... Learning to train. You know, what does that look like? And, and and in other words, your application to training. Because we, we feel this is is something that uh, is not truly understood from our experience and and working with athletes. You know, learning to train and the application to training is something that is not really the forefront of how you perform, you know, what you say to that? Right, right. I say that that's absolutely right. Learning how to train. Again, we've, like you said, worked with so many different athletes that come in. And like I said, I'm, I'm always on social media and me and you have conversations about just what I see as what, quote unquote, they believe training is. Mm-hmm. You know, they look online and it's just like a lot of drills, a lot of fun drills, a lot of entertaining drills. And, like I said, most of the things I see shooting, like offensive training. Yeah. I don't even see we talk about defense. Nobody talks about defense. Yeah, it seems it seem <laughs> not to be something that is a part of the game. Um, <laughs> it also has to do with culture. Okay. Um, we preach so much about the game having four moments, but it seems like the first time you go to a session or your first time you go to a program, the first thing is about attack, you know. It's about attack and then everything else. We know in the game, um, a top player is spending about three minutes with the ball for the full duration of the game. The ball changed hands so quick at this level, I don't think no player is spending more than a minute with the ball, with possession of the ball. So half of the time, what are you doing? (laughs) You're either defending or you're running. So um, there's so much emphasis on, on, on just attacking there's no emphasis on defending, and I don't know what about the transition in the game. I, I've I've yet to see some sessions that have a transition within this session, but this whole um, learning to train must first start with what level you're at. You know, you you just can't you just can't go to training and everything covers everybody. It's the level you're at. 
your age, um, the level of competition you're playing in, you know, the, all these things factor in to learning how to train. There's a target there. There's a, there's a locked in. There's there's a focus that becomes different when there's a target. When there's a specific area you're trying to hit, you are more locked in, and that could be. We're not going to place no blame nowhere because we know it's a connection between a whole lot of factors that affect this training habit, this application to training. So learning to train can just be from the athlete perspective. It could also be from the environment. It could be from the culture. It could be from set coach. But also, it could be from the athlete based on we talked about it a couple of months ago. The level of entitlement that exists in the game. Um, the lack of discipline. The lack of cooperation. Uh, the lack of respect for the game. For the teachers of the game. So it got all of these factors. You know, a couple of things there you must be able to identify with. And when we come back, we want to kind of go in, go in depth with, you know, if you don't know how to practice and your application to practice is poor and you and you you don't learn how to, 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 to train correctly or practice correctly, then you know there's no way you can speak on development. There's no way you can say that paying three thousand, four thousand and some people eight thousand a whole year, um, your child obviously Sorry to say, but, you know, they're just playing for fun. We'll be right back. Come to KMSA, where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. Hey, Coach Kyle McKinnon and the greater Walla Med. And we're talking about learning to train, you know, or for a better word, application to training. Um, we're not talking about trainers, we're talking about training. Um, and that relates to the developmental process, which has to do with coaching, not necessarily coaches. You know, good coaches understand the process of coaching. So when we talk about the training, learning to train, it's understanding the developmental process uh, that you need to embrace if your resources uh, will truly be met with the respect and the integrity that it needs um, to have. Outside of that, like I said before, you are just there for an experience. And you're there to add to the numbers. You, you're not doing nothing. So every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, whatever days you're training or whatever days you're playing, you, you will always have the frustration and, and, and the disrespect from all fronts. You know, you'll, you'll always have that because, you know, one of the things that you 
most athletes don't understand that every training is based on the game. How you want to play. So we can't isolate it. You, you cannot isolate it. You can't have training one way, games another way. Everything is connected. It's like you can't be fit if you don't have those three key components. Recovery, RS, work, and nutrition. You can't separate it. If you take away the food, if you take away the nutrition, then you struggle to find energy to do the work. If you do the work and you don't eat correctly, then after five minutes, where are you getting the energy from? But if you eat right, you train right, but then you walk all day and you, you, you already you already you already use up what you the food that you place in your body to play in the game, you already use it up. So you can't run. Or you can't train as hard as you want. So learning to train, you know, is, is understanding these key things that everything must be congruent, everything must be, you know, connected to building. Cause that's why it's called a process. It's a connection of different things that drives the progress that takes you to the next step. So like one of the big things you see, you hear from athletes and you see a lot in training, the nothing is connected to the game based on what you've seen in the practice. Okay. What you see in practice, you go and you go to the game, it's totally different. That's why there's so many instructional coaches, not coaches, you can't, sorry, and you should not disrespect the word coaches. But that's why you see so much instructions on the sideline on Sundays and less facilitated and, and less observation because it, 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 because it's not being done in the practice session. And the practice session, while it prepares you for the game, there's so many situations that is happening in the game. You must learn principles. So practice needs to be about principles. It's not about drills. This is why when, when you go on Zoom, and a coach sitting on behind screen watching at 15 players yeah, talking about do this move, doing that yeah. move. I'm like, okay. Hmm. So you tell them how to do the move. You sit down and watch them do the move. Yeah. You know, when are they doing this move? Where on the field are they doing this move? Nah, I see a couple I've never heard are of they, Where on the field are they doing these moves? Um, who? Mm-hmm. You know, who are you doing the move against? You know, what speed you do this move? At? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then they say, okay, we 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 showing, we 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 you know we show that is not training. It's not training. It don't matter. It don't matter what you say. That is not training because it's not the game. Not the because <laughs> the players are not even using their own creativity. They're not able to visualize what you know. The actual game it look like because once again, it's instructions on a video. Do this, do that, do this, do that, do that. That's not the game. So 
in that light, you're not learning to train. Because the game is not about instructions. The game, the whole process, is to raise your consciousness and your awareness about what the expectations of the game would would entail and allow you to find the answers by putting you in so much situations that represent the game that way you have to find your own answers. And the only way you do that is through principles. But you have you have somebody sitting on me on a video with 13 and 14 year old talking about, you know, do this move, do this move. Exactly. You gotta go through this, you gotta yeah, do that. Do you know? And then I've and then it's not okay, alright, I we show you. Now you go and do something and send it to me to let me see if you truly understand. Now you now you going through So that. now you learn how to train. You know, talk about talk about your experiences with, you know, players talking about you know, we had one player um felt like this this program was doing that, should so we should do that because that will make the child feel comfortable. Like yeah, and, and this is yeah. this is a, a conversation me and you have all the time about being comfortable. And this is what you taught me and how I need to understand that is not the game. The game is so stressful mm. that you need to train with that level of stress every single day so you can get used to that level of stress. Mm-hmm. So being comfortable, if you're talking about putting athletes to be comfortable and, yeah, okay, having fun and doing a little technical drill that's that's not the game whatsoever yeah that's not what's and we're having numerous conversations with parents are saying that yeah but this is what everybody else is doing this is what everybody's doing everybody's doing training because obviously situation with covid on a screen with 20 players and you're teaching them how to do moves that's yeah. training yeah that's well, that, that that that's why when you take them with all those drills, and you put them on the field. Oh, you, see, you, you, see. you start. You say, "But we, we, we I just showed you that yesterday. <laughs> but we, we just. I just showed you that move. Oh, he's doing it in. De- he's doing a move in defense where it's about four players around him. Yeah, but he's doing a bar. He's doing the move in defense. Like, why are you dribbling there? But you just had them warming up in the defensive third doing dribbling. Yeah. So, or the or the session had no clear identified area of where you should be dribbling and where you should not be be dribbling or you should be dribbling limited. You understand? So this this is a very important thing where they want this level of comfort. Um and then they and then we're going to a deeper topic with all of this just now. But we we sticking on this, you know, what what is training and and learning how to train because it's non-existent you know that is not training when you practice it must look like the game it's the reality of the game and to do that it can't just be isolated with one thing or the other it must be based off of principles because principles are constant, you know. And then there's all these variables in the game. One person say the game um, you're making about uh, the game is going through about eleven hundred to fifteen hundred changes in ninety plus minutes. And then you're making about three hundred 
reactive move or, cha- or, or decisions within all these changes. So how your brain don't really work under stress. So you, you have to find a solid within all of these variables. And the solid is the principle. And when you teach the principle, then the, princi- the principle is like this main ocean and then you get all the tributaries. You get the tributaries. But the tributaries leading right back to what? The ocean, the main thing. So you have to stick on the principle and teach the principle in, in, different, in the different moments of the game, in the different areas of the field, and based on the different positions, because every position <laughs> have a different quality, different expectation. And then you have to think about the ages of the players and the stage of maturation and the cognitive development and all of these things before you go on a field and, and, and then determine that you're going to be good because you pay $8,000. No, because your child is not training. Your child is not practicing. And again, when we use the word training, don't, don't misconstrue the word. It has nothing to do with trainers. It has nothing to do with coaches. It has to do with the process of development, which is the coaching process that allow the athletes to or raise the athletes' awareness and consciousness about the expectations of the game that is learning to train. So, again, if you go to the field and you only working on drills and not the principles based on what you want to look like on Sunday, you are not training. If you are only focusing on technique, you are not training for no game. Because technique is unopposed. Come Sunday, you will see 8 players in front of you. You will see 11 players in front of you. You will see 9 players in front of you. How can the brain transform something it has never done before into a hostile environment? Is this why we're having instructional coaches do our 90 minutes telling them exactly? What is it, coaches? (laughs) Instructional trainers telling them exactly what to do when it Mm. comes to their game and getting frustrated because they don't understand why they're not doing it. Yes, because all of us went through this process of frustration and, and wondering why we don't see what we want to see. You know, I'm listening to a video the other day and literally the trainer on the side of the field is totally directing the game. Pastor Johnny, hey, play it wide. Bring it back around. No, no, don't cross it. Rush, play quicker. What happened if this coach stops speaking for one second or this trainer? If he stops speaking for one second, can these players play? Can they make those decisions without his voice? No. And what happens <laughs> if they go into an environment that challenge everything that he's saying? And there's no place for them to execute what he's trying to say. Who do you see get frustrated the most? Coach. Oh. Oh, right. And then he's cursing the players. 
And then the players are cursing him. We so we saw that, that right? We seen it. We seen that. We saw that at the game. <laughs> with, with us being so disciplined, and 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 a lot of what we do is remind. You know, what did we do yesterday? Did you remember? Yeah. Oh, oh okay, okay. I got it. I I, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. But we, but the other side. Why you can't do this? Look at, look how small the kids are. You know, why? Why this? Why that? Because you didn't train like that, sir. Yeah, I win the game. Shut up. You this. You this. It's a coach it, and player. Yeah, now the coach and player at a shouting match because you you weren't prepared for what you saw. Yeah. You know, you prepared for your speed, your little dribbling, but you didn't prepare for somebody who would stop you from doing that. And then, now what principles are you going to use? Because now the situation changed, and you probably didn't train for that. You definitely, and you don't know the principles. So, what do you do in that moment? Yes, you curse. You get physical. You 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 lose all your discipline, and now you want to intimidate and bully players on the field. So, it goes right back to um, players are showing up and wondering why they're not getting better. Parents are getting frustrated with the program when the child not playing enough or when the team not winning games. Coaches are frustrated with the player's behavior mm -hmm. and they also uh, not understanding and looking for a shortcut have kind of facilitated this process that we're seeing right now where there's really no development. You go to 10 games if you're a real soccer coach, I'm not talking about somebody who's looking for excuses. I'm talking about somebody who this is their gift. This is what they love. It's their passion. They're honest with their craft. They they they're really committed to development. They would not go to a game and be happy about what they're seeing at no level. From youth, from youth nines all the way to youth eighteens, the games are poor. Let's call it what it is. It's poor. You cannot sit down and enjoy a game of soccer and, and look and say, all right, this team trying to do this, this, this team trying to do this. Let's see how these two different styles play out on the field. All you see is everybody go vertical, backward and forward, vertical, backward and forward, not, or side to side, side to side, and then one long ball. It's, it's, you can't even see what they're trying to do. And to be honest, it's some of the bigger programs. You sit and you listen to them and the instructions they're given on the field. You, you're asking yourself, like, well, come on. Come on now. So we have that big issue of players not understanding, athletes not understanding, parents not understanding, and in some respect, coaches not understanding, you know, what training should look like. It shows clearly that players don't have no clue about how important a practice session is. I mean, coming from well, coming from different programs and just being around different programs is is just again the kids' mindset, mm -hmm. the kids' mindset coming to a training session. Again, this is something me and you both learned, and obviously learning from you is just simple things as uniforms are how you even look as an athlete. Mm -hmm. That's a way, that's something of training. You come in, everybody looks the same. Everybody has a proper attire. 
Everybody's bags are lined up correctly. Everybody's already stretching and warming up prior to the coach actually bringing it in. Stuff like that. That's part of training. Yeah. That's part. But we don't see that. Like you said, two minutes before a game, we got everybody's on their phone. And this is prior to a training session, prior to a game. Yeah. It's the culture. Like you said, it is the culture here. Just come and just do it because we paid for it. Just come and do your thing, and we'll see you on Sunday. Give them the experience. <laughs> Give them the experience. But, you know, make sure that you're doing something remotely to, to train. You're touching on something very important, the mentality. But when we come back, we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. Remember, regardless of what is happening now, there's greatness within you to get you to the future. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You wake Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Owala Med. And just before the break, we, we, we bring in a very important point. You know, Wal brought up a very good point of the psychology or the mentality within the game. You know, we use the four corners when it relates to our practice structure. Um, technical, tactical, psychological, and physical. We try to, as much as possible, to touch those points in every session. Psychology is such a big thing in terms of optimizing your performance. You know, it's it's something that oftentimes is disconnected. And the psychological part of it is oftentimes used for the laughing and the joking. Oh, let them be relaxed. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be intense. But that's such a fallacy because the game is not just about being, you know, all comfortable. The game is about stress. One of the things we, one of the things we are, are trying to, to encourage our athletes to understand, what is relaxation? What does it look like? You know, it's not just a, a, a vague word. It's not just, oh, come to the game and, and, and clung around. We saw that. Oh, you did like we last saw week. that last week. We saw that. You know, players come and they were very relaxed, clanging around, and and they didn't know what happened to them until it happened to them. Yeah. And then they were, they look at themselves and be like, "Okay, okay. how did this happen?" <laughs> yeah, because Disrespectful your definition crap. of relaxation, somebody misguided you. Yeah. And one of the things we 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 are teaching every day: being relaxed is understanding what your job is. I think to, and, to that point, I'm going to go. Yeah. What did you say, if you can remember, of why professionals are relaxed prior to the game? Why are they so comfortable juggling and they relaxed? Yes, because professionals <laughs> understand exactly. the stress they're about to go exactly, into. Exactly, exactly. So before the game, they, they, they are in a space where they understand what their role is, what they need to do. They are core professional for a reason because... To be a professional, it means that you're consistent. You're not a professional if you're not consistent. That's one thing that I learned when I was playing. If you're a professional, you have to show consistency based on your role, based on your task. And professionals understand that. So when you see them just laughing and joking it up, you think that you are a pro, so you could do the same thing. Uh, no. <laughs> but you don't understand your own. Remember now, professionals would have done this for years and years. They've been in these moments for years and years. So what keeps them comfortable is by turning that stress to something else. Now, as a player, 
if you don't even understand the principles of one moment in the game to the point where you could go and execute on the field, what business you want with being relaxed and laughing and joking? Relaxing is, okay, I understand my task. I understand my role. Now, let me believe that I can do this. That's the word right there. Let me believe. That's the relaxation. I believe I could visualize that I'm doing this stuff on the field, which allows me to be, which allows to negate that, that tense and that, that, that tenseness that you're feeling. Because that tenseness could easily overpower you and take away your confidence. So being calm and being relaxed is visualizing and knowing what you can do and believing what you can do and then you go and execute because it takes away this sense of doubt. Because doubt, because lack of confidence is doubt. So when you talk about this psychological thing, um, it it it's connected to you know how you perform. So yeah, this mental attribute is needed because when you talk about anxiety, which is a big big problem in soccer, and you know, anxiety. It's a built up of stress, yes. and you want to you want to do well. You know this is why you have to you have to practice a certain way. You know you have to practice with that stressor because the only time you get better at something is through repetition. Yes, that's the that is the number one. It's the number one thing of being good. Repetition, indoctrination. So to to reach this optimal performance. You have to see that stressor every day in every practice session. It, it can be no day off when you are trying to be an elite player. When you're trying to go to the next level. The problem is money has been the number one indicator. Yes. So everybody watered down the thing. And when they come Sunday and the parents are disrespectful, they say, well, all right, you got to learn to deal with it. It's not happening to me. So coming to practice in Really approaching it first and foremost with understanding, you know, what you what you want your game performance to look like, you know, you know what are the expectations from you, you know, what are the type of stress that will be placed on you come this weekend, what what type of mental strength you need to perform, like these things must be clear and and it must be priority when you come to training. So all those things that I just mentioned, do you think you have time to be on your phone and talk with your friends and, and have a have a chat up when you are a player trying to develop? Is, is that what your parents paying for? You know, is, is that why you're showing up to practice? And to you parents listening out there, don't go to the game and blame the coach. Blame yourself because you don't know what your child is doing at the practice. You don't know it. The moment you put your child through some stress, they come home and they cry. They don't like the coach. And you quick to say, let's go to the next team. Because they, they, you should, they should have fun and they should enjoy it. Enjoy what? Once again, we spoke about what is the fun of the game? What is the joy of the game? The joy of the game is the ability to execute and celebrate that you've done well because that's what you paid for. Why? Why the, 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 my only problem or what is this has been my problem, right? You don't want to do nothing 
to optimize your performances, but yet you want to question people about your but your child performances. You don't want all the things that is needed to push your child to optimal performances, but then you question the very coach or the organization about your child progress. But when, <laughs> when you indicating to them what is needed to perform at a high level, they turn and they say, "Well, this is uh, this is not a fun environment. It's, you know, it's too much pressure. You know, they they're not having fun. You turn your kids into some wimps, and then want to know when the game get tough and the game get rough, they can't perform. This <laughs> is your fault. It's your fault because you came in with a misconception, and your child came in with that misconception." So everything that looks uncomfortable to them, it's now intimidation. It's now psychological abuse. It's all all of these fancy words. So when you go on the field and the play, say, you're a bum. You can't play nothing. You're too small. You're too short. So we, you can come out of the field and say, ref, player bullying me. <laughs> or you're going you're gonna to run out of the field and tell your parents, oh, he's bullying me. He's telling me I'm too short. He's being, he's being mean. This is a war. This is a fight. This is a battle. We're not here for fun. Some kids come to win at all costs. That's what kids come to do. So, why do they have so much trash talking in basketball and boxing? Kids, I looking for an edge. If I could mash your confidence up, why not? Why not? If I'm playing against you and I want to, I want to take away your confidence, I would take it away. Because at the end of the day, we, when we cross this line, <laughs> this is why you have referees to keep the game under control because they know it would be, it will quickly go out of control. Because that is a competitive nature of sports. You understand? Yeah. This is why you have referees in boxing. You have, you have, you, you have referees in hockey. You have referees in everything because they know somebody and then they have 17 laws. Why they brought 17 laws? They have to, they, you, you only put in laws when people out, if people go out of control, you got something to, to hold them accountable. But you don't want to hear about all of that. My problem is why you demand so much. Why you demand so much from the coaches? Why you demand so much from the organization? You paid. Yeah, but you paid for nothing. <laughs> you wasted your money. You wasted your resources because you wanted to hear all the comfortable things. Oh, yeah. And then your child on the field and they can't deal with stress. They don't play well. The very coach put them on the side of the field and then you upset with the coach. Now you coach, you have a problem too. Because you shouldn't be lying to the parents. You should tell them from the door. But they will say, no, you know, they, they, this would not bring money. It's a business. Well, take what comes with it. You know, let the parents disrespect you. Let the kids disrespect you. You know, deal with all the emails. Deal with the embarrassment on the field. Deal with all of that. But make sure you, you keep that standard for yourself because not everybody live by that standard. Some people, like myself and Owal, we want to live by the standard that is truth that will ultimately truly help the players. 
and maybe help the parents to understand that this world is not just like how, just how you look at it through your lens when it comes to sports. It's a, this, this, there's something different there that happens, right? You know, for sure. What you say? You know, for sure. It's, it's, it's a long process. It's something that I would definitely want players and, and parents and organizations to understand. And from us, as Cam has said, like we said, if you truly, if you truly, if you truly are serious about this game, right? Because again, we don't even look at it as a game, Coach Kyle, myself. This is life. This is life. We revolve everything around this, this beautiful sport. So if you're serious about what you say you want to be, which is an extremely good athlete or extremely good person in that process, there's places you can go. And Cam has say is extremely, I feel like, the place to go in Jersey. Because again, we've seen other, other teams come from Texas and all that and had a conversation with us and said, wow, what you guys are doing out here, we have not seen it in such a long time. And they said, we're from Jersey. We were just a training academy that just started. So they're surprised we got younger kids playing at a higher level, playing 18, 19, 20-year-olds, 14-year-olds playing at that level. And they're like, dude, I didn't even know he was 14. We said, yeah, we're not worried about no age. These kids, we put them to that stress because at the end of the day, this is what they want to play. Well, like he said it best, you know, there's always a place you can go. It might not be many places, but there's a place that you can go. And when you find that place, you have to ask yourself, where do you want to go? And wherever you're at, maybe that's where you want to go. Yeah. All I'm saying is there's too much madness in the game. And there's less less attractive games. You know? I don't see 200 people or 100 people that know you'd sack a game. I don't. And then when you see 100 and how much people, is at a high school game which got five state champions. That's that's what you see. <laughs> Most people you see at the game yeah. is, is at yeah. at a game that is all about pride and ego. Yeah, nothing to do yeah, with yeah, with the attraction of the game and the development of the game nah. that that was spread from from the north to the south, from the east to the west. Nah, now you now you down to four. How much state champions? It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like eight. For every section, <laughs> is a state champion. It's, 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 yeah. I didn't know New Jersey yeah. had five different it's, states it's, in the state. State. I thought it was just New Jersey State. And the team that is in the state that is the best team in the whole country, they must be sitting down saying, well, they must be sitting saying, well, well if they are the best in the state, who, who are we? Who are we? <laughs> who are we, right? we? We obviously have to let, they should be a combined team of players then. Yeah. Because we're the best team in the country. Seriously. You understand? And we, we have the ability to produce the one to professional players. But you got all this, yes, enjoy it, enjoy it. And, you know, okay, okay. You got six state champs. Okay. <laughs> so, this community is a state champ. This community is a state champ. They break it down. This community <laughs> over is a state champ. And, and then it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy perception. Once again, this affects what training look like. like. What practice look like? Because now you running with you running with something. Don't even hold no weight, but it makes you feel good. It make it it, it string your it, it string your ego, and and you feel like yeah, I've done something. You listen, you've done something special to the level you're at, and and yes, you should enjoy it. But don't go crazy. You understand? Because I don't see how parents could continue to invest um, crazy, crazy, crazy dollars. And 
and don't demand more and don't expect more. You know, every year, much percentage of, of kids coming out a specific group or a specific team and go on to something and be and go on to be something special. And can you really mark, you know, where this where this child was and where they are right now? As have you seen any major improvements in what aspects? What is the proof? What what what? what? It just oh, oh we'll write a little evaluation and say he's doing well. Like where? Okay, what is there to prove to me what you're saying? Because I can't remember where he was, you know. Because yeah. I was just showing up to the game and, and hoping they win. I don't know what was going on with him, you know. Come on. So, listen. We'll end this podcast because you know us. We'll, we, we just keep going on and on and on. And then people get tired and listen to us. <laughs> and saying we're talking too much. And this is not a career. This is a gift. Careers and gifts, two different things. One is cooperation. One is collaboration. We're about collaboration because this is a gift. Careers, people use technique. That means people learn how to manipulate the system and, and, and give people a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, assumptions to prove something. When there's a gift, you walk like Jesus. You know, he had a gift to change the world. He didn't have to lie. He only had 12 disciples. With all the people in the world, he had 12 disciples. And only three of them was really close to him. Yeah, even one of them still. And and then one was Judas. So, it don't matter. You don't need a whole gang of people to walk with you when you have a gift. All you need is people who will collaborate with you to make this thing spread. And because they bring in something and you are bringing something. But if I bring in something and you just bring in money, and you're not bringing nothing else, then you can't get nothing because that's not collaborating. That is, you want me to cooperate with your money. I give you my money, let my child be happy. Oh, oh, my parents pay, so I want to have fun. Okay. How you connect these two things? Fun and being a good player. Hmm. Sunday, no fun. <laughs> Stress. How do you deal with it? Huh? I cry. Game was too hard. Players were too big. It's your fault. Yeah, you should do what you need to do. Oh, you didn't pass the ball. It's fingers, 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 fingers. Can't point no finger to yourself because he was never ready. Anyway, thanks for listening to us on this podcast. You have many more podcasts. Many more. And if you if you ever want to question us or you want to challenge what we're saying, we welcome it because it's about conversations. Um, so reach out. God's willing, 1423. Coach Awala and at Coach Kayo. And let us try to be a part of the solution. But you must learn how to train. And you will be a better player. Have a good week. God bless. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at kmsocceracademy underscore soccer underscore academy or coach Kyle.